I got funny stories too. <laughs> Ooh, that was actually really good. Yeah, I went for it. Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. I am the award-winning chef, Chris Fusen. Sitting to my left forever and always is my cohort, Major Nate Brown. First and foremost, obviously we're missing. Yeah, not joining party. us on the show this evening is the red-blooded American Corey Florence. He is dealing with some personal issues, so our small community could just send some T's and P's that way. Absolutely. That would be greatly appreciated. So he's not joining us this week. Uh, T's and P's of Teresa and, yeah. and the dogs. <clears throat> so, yes, he'll probably come in screaming on that next week. Uh, <coughs> That's all right. I did want to tell a quick story. So um, I guess it was last Thursday. Me and my lady, we wanted to go out to eat, and I wanted to go to the Chinese buffet. I don't, I, I was craving it. There it was. It had a, I had an itch, and I was going to scratch it. I like it. So we go, we eat, no big deal, everything goes good, and then it, come, <laughs> it comes time to pay the bill, and now at that buffet over there, you pay at your table, which I think you really? could, I think you could always pay at your table. There's nobody does. Yeah. But now you like now they're like yeah pay here pay at the table that is weird that would throw me for a loop yeah <clears throat> and so I was like all right so I drop my card on the thing she takes it away brings it back with the ticket and I don't know how you feel about this but I I've got a firm stance at buffets I don't tip very much okay and like it I mean like I'm talking like it takes a lot for me to give you two dollars I was gonna say that you actually hit the nail on the head I usually tip about two dollars. I mean, unless it's like a like if I got six people with me and I'm paying for the whole thing, I would tip more than two dollars. But we'll say two dollars a person, right? Probably about what I'm thinking. No, I just, I mean like I'll tip like a dollar, and you're lucky you get that. Most of the time, I don't tip. Yeah, I mean I'm with you on, on at buffets because literally all they do is bring you your drink. Like yeah. that's it. <clears throat> also, my understanding too, I don't know. Well, obviously Chinese restaurants don't operate like that because they're <laughs> glorified sweatshops, but. But like other like your golden corrals and things like that, they actually make a higher hourly wage because like you they know, do. You're not. It's not. I I always understood it's not the the culture to tip buffet. Yeah. It, so because I had a friend in college that worked at Ryan's buffet, and they got paid. They basically get paid like a regular minimum wage job, whatever. Right. Unlike a server who gets paid like two dollars and fifty. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. probably like four dollars now, whatever. But, but a server at a traditional restaurant's doing a hell of a lot more. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why they get the tips because they're yeah. not. Yeah, like a normal person at a buffet, they're getting a, re- a salary. They take dirty plates and fill your drink. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and half the time they don't take dirty plates because yeah. when you walk around in one of those buffets, <laughs> yeah. there's fucking shit everywhere. So, so, so I don't tip very much. So I did my normal. I wrote. One dollar as the tip. Yep. Sit in there, sit there. Was waiting on my lady to finish her fortune cookie. Um, <laughs> Did she get mad? No. Okay. Our server comes back to the table, mm. and I'm thinking she's going to ask for like one more refill or something. No, she grabs the ticket, holds it up, studies it for a good minute, and yep. then and then quietly just goes, "Hmm, one dollar," and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> like. What do you want? When I tell you I felt like the smallest man on planet Earth. No, nah, you shouldn't. You should have owned it, dude. Like I that, literally I looked over I looked over at my lady and I was like, we gotta get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's true. You might have gotten like that. The, what's the uh the freaking uh god damn it, like all the movies and stuff, the Asian uh 
like gang, like you know, like the, oh, the, like the, the mafia. The, yeah, yakuza. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah, you're gonna have the fucking yakuza. Chinese come triads come after <laughs> the me. triads. Actually, that's what I was trying to think of. The triads. It yeah. was so awkward. That would be awkward. Well, first of all, I mean, now I will say as a server, if if there's cash laying on a table, I would. If you sit there for like more than normal, you know what I mean. Before you like after you've yeah, yeah, you're yeah. done with the check, yeah. I'll come snag that so I know nobody else fucking snags it. You know right, what I mean? right, right, right. If that's cash, yeah, yeah. But like a credit card, it ain't going nowhere, bro. Like no. you know what I mean? Like yeah, you already signed it away. Yeah, like dude, it's kind of a dick move to come get that anyway. Basically, she was rushing you off the table to begin <laughs> with. So like again, I wouldn't feel bad. Like you know what? <laughs> that's that is why you got one dollar. <laughs> so. So my lady kept trying to make me feel good about it. She's like, that's that's disrespectful. She shouldn't have done that. It's disrespectful. I was like, look, you're not changing the way I feel right now. We got to get the fuck out of here. We got to go. Eat that fucking fortune cookie. Yeah. We are getting the hell out of here. So she laughed for like a solid two hours about that. Because <laughs> my face, like she's like, you should have seen your fucking face. I don't doubt that. Uh, random topic, but you know, I told you off the air just a second ago that my, my buddy Tay was trying to get his plates renewed. So he's been... Uh, He's, I don't know if you remember or not. He had um, on his old truck. He had a Cleveland Browns plate, and yes. it was zero sixteen. Was his yeah. vanity plate? You know what I mean? Like he, he he's been a Browns fan his whole life, and you can't hate on him when you know zero right. sixteen is your freaking uh, thing. So he's he was like he was he called me earlier and he was like, hey, I want to get UK the UK blue plates, and I want to get a vanity, which they give you. So they give you five uh, letter, you know, letters on there, or whatever. So he was thinking like he was calling me, telling me that these were available, and I couldn't believe it. But like UK space ninety six was available, Ooh. UK space ninety eight available. Uh, I won't name all of them because I, you know, I mean, I may I may take one of those. Right, right. I don't want I don't want to <laughs> lose a good spot. I know there's not that many people to listen, but enough that would go out there and fucking take those. <laughs> but uh, he just sent me. He just said, "Dude, I just found the new front runner, and it's the fucking spade and neuter plate." Yeah, and he made it the letter zero. Nuts. <laughs> like, this guy just, he's my hero, man. Like, dude. Oh. That's so awesome. He said, found the new front runner, zero nuts. <laughs> <laughs> How much does it cost to do vanity plates? Dude, it's not that much more. It's like 50 bucks more, like, just for the plate. Not, you know, it's yeah. not bad. I want to get, like, really <clears throat> one that says, like, fast or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fast, yeah. fast five, yeah, fast five, <laughs> fast thirteen. It's probably taken because it's the next one coming out. Oh, uh, so <clears throat> I said I kind of had a joke about sleep. It's not really a joke per se, it's just kind of funny. But uh, so my sister-in-law started working at Tempur-Pedic a few months ago, and she had an apartment in Louisville, so she's going to move to Lexington, right? So she's been, or I mean, to Georgetown because she works in Lexington. So she's been doing all this moving and stuff and whatever. Well. <clears throat> with her new job, she can get two very discounted mattresses a year. Yeah. So <clears throat> Hannah and I got a mattress uh, a couple months ago, a new Timber Peter, because we've needed one. We had ours just old. <clears throat> so super awesome. Love the mattress. It's great. Whatever. Uh, so we're on vacation last week, and she finds out that two things. For one, so when she came into that group, like she does like – kind of like online social media type stuff, like the chat room responses and that kind of thing. Yeah. They have like a team. So when her team of five girls, they hired five new girls at the same time. When those five came on, they didn't give them any kind of mattress or anything. Like, you know, nothing special for coming on. Just you get those two a year or whatever. Well, this group that they hired on behind them, <clears throat> that's only been there for like three weeks, 
all just got brand new mattresses, like free, like not even discounted. Just oh, they're just like, hey, we oh. got these in a warehouse. You guys can take them, whatever. That's bullshit. So she finds that out. So she's already pissed. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I guess everybody usually gets those, like, or at least the opportunity to get those. Mm-hmm. But the way her group fell and with COVID and all that kind of shit, like they just got left out basically, like kind of right. fell through the cracks, or whatever. So she finds that out. So she's already pissed about that. Well, then she had already planned on getting her discounted mattress because she's moving into a new apartment. So she was just trying to line up buying that with when it would deliver to the new place and not the old place. So she finds out like on Thursday of our vacation that they are they have low mattress stock countrywide. So they're ixnaying all the employee discounted mattresses until next year. <laughs> dude, you want to talk about <laughs> shitty, dude. And, and here me and Hannah are sitting there with our brand new fucking mattress like, burr, burr, burr. Yeah, well, you can have our old one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I wish I had thought to say that, but if she was in like full meltdown mode, like crying, you know what I mean? Oh. So I couldn't make jokes yet at the time because right. it was, you know, too fresh, too soon. Yeah. Temperpedic. Yeah, dude, that's nice. Our matches are nice. I haven't slept as good as I've slept on that fucking bed in years. Yeah. Be awesome if they did business with uh, some companies, but uh, <coughs> we'll move on from that. Uh, <laughs> no hard feelings there. Yeah. Uh, so this weekend it was uh, my lady's bir- birthday. Woo! Yeah, it's a good time. Happy birthday! Since I wasn't there to tell you in person, right. Jamie. Friday, we uh, she wanted to go to the Mexican restaurant down in Cynthia, so okay. we went. We went to Don Senor, and uh, she got a free tequila shot. Nice. Had two margs. Was blasted. Hell before yeah. We left the restaurant. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then we went out to her house and lit a fire and sat out there for a little while. Nice. It was nice. It was really nice. Oh, yeah. What day was that? Friday. Friday. Okay, yeah. Remember? Yeah, the weather was good Friday, right? <laughs> huh? The weather was good Friday, Yes, right? the yeah, weather yeah. was perfect. Couldn't ask for a better day. Yeah. So then Saturday was was like the big day. Right. So I, I had told her she had wanted to have a cookout at my house. I told her, I'm going to make it happen. So your man's going to man's gonna do it. Bay is going to hook you up. Yeah. Uh, I went to, I, <laughs> I meant to go to the grocery Friday during my lunch, did not do that. I'm guessing meant, you didn't go before Don Senor. I, no, <laughs> I, I meant to do it and then I didn't. Uh, so I, we've all been there. Yeah. I woke up at like eight thirty in the morning, Saturday morning and like, you're like, fuck rubbed the sleep out of my eyes. And I was like, it's going to be a long goddamn day. <laughs> I got a lot to do right now. <laughs> I sprung up, went to the grocery, got everything I needed, got back. As soon as I got back, the fucking Mother Nature's like, I'm buried to fucking squirt all over you, baby. And uh, <laughs> and so I spent, it was like five minutes. I moved all of my backyard furniture and both my grills into the garage. Oh, also cleaned, cleaned up the garage enough <clears throat> to fit everything. Nice. Um. And got it in there right as the heavy stuff came I, down. I, actually, before you continue, well done, dude. That that deserves <laughs> yeah. some praise. Like, it's well done. That was pouring sweat. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> um, got everything in. Uh, got my my gas grill up and running. That was actually way easier than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I just had to change the regulator hose. Okay. <clears throat> nice. Super easy. That's, yeah, that's not too bad. Um and then started shucking corn, and I was waiting on my brother Daniel to show up because he was going to show up and help me. So okay. he shows up at about one. I told people to be there. I told people we were going to eat like at four. Okay. So we shuck like 30 ears of corn. Damn. When he shows up, 
Um, and then I went outside to go throw something away. And by this time, the rain had stopped. And I was like, God damn it. And I walked back into the garage and I was like, executive order. We're moving out. So. We're moving outside. <laughs> Luckily, my brother brought his family too. So we put his three girls to work. Nice. Nice. Moving shit out to the backyard. Got it all moved out there and nice and everything, you know. And uh, and then so we prepped all this corn, set it on the gas grill to go low, and we're just gonna let it go for you know yep. low and however long it took. And then uh, <clears throat> and then we he and I tag teamed the charcoal grill with like I think I had like thirty chicken thighs as well. Okay, I was planning on X amount of people and people having seconds or two pieces right. or whatever. So I bought <clears throat> I bought. Enough. Enough, yeah. And you can always eat that as leftovers. Well, I'm, st- I'm I'm never going to eat chicken again, <laughs> by the way. I have so much left. Which would have turned around for you in the last six years. Right, you know I know. I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming full circle. I mean, shit. <laughs> so we tag team the charcoal grill, and it has to be like that that sibling um, connection or whatever. Yeah. We're like a well-oiled fucking steam engine. Okay. I mean, like, I was flipping, he was painting with barbecue. Oh, nice, yep. And it was just, I mean, and then if I had to step away and entertain for a second, he immediately moved in. And we just have the same style. Yeah. You know, yeah. basically, or whatever, and it works so good. It just, I don't, just made me feel really good, you know? Nice. Yeah, spending some and family so, time. On yeah. a grill, also. On like, a grill, yeah. You can't beat that. And uh, I was literally... I I sweat so much that day that when I made eye contact with someone, they had a look of concern on their face. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a sweater anyways. Like, I sweat yep. all the time anyways. <clears throat> but this time, it was, like, exceptional sweating. Um, Plus, like, I, I don't know if you've... I'm sure you've noticed this, but, like, where we have lost our hair now for the most part... Like you can't hide sweat. No, you know, I mean, like when you got a little bit of hair, you don't you don't realize it when you have hair, but your hair kind of soaks some of that up. Yeah, but when you're bald, dude, it just runs it off goes your face. Everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. I at one point, so like the sun was beating too, and like I I I, I got red, but I didn't get burnt really. Yeah. You know. Uh, but at one point, I walked over to my mom, and uh, and she's like, "How's everything? Oh my god, you need to put a hat on right now." <laughs> She just like cut off mid sentence and made me go inside. I'm sure your head was like that color, you know. Yeah, it was. My head was beet red. Yep. Uh, It didn't hurt though, and it never really like the next day or anything like nothing hurt. Like I have a small line on my shoulder that hurts. You still got a little bit of a tan line. Oh, I got a solid tan line. Well, I mean, I just mean like, well, it's that was a bad way to describe. It's red, like it still looks kind of pink, not red, like pinkish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a little tender, but nothing really. I look like I'm wearing a baseball tee. If I take my shirt off, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome. <laughs> you should have, you should have just like cut sleeves off. You know what I mean? Like worn sleeves, like from here down, and then you'd you'd have like the red sleeve, <laughs> like a red jersey, and go to go to tattoo trials and be like, "Can I get this tatted?" <laughs> He'd probably be like, "No, yeah. no, I'm not doing that." But uh, I used my. I used my barbecue sauce that I I discovered. No one told me about it. I don't think, but it, it's that shit I used on the pork chops at one time. That sugar, yeah, 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 yeah. sugar free barbecue sauce. What did you get? Did you just get that at Kroger? Yeah, it's Kroger. Walmart. I need to take a picture of that label so I can find that shit because that shit was good. Like 
Sugar or no sugar, that shit was good. I'm telling you, dude. If you want to, and I'm I'm speak to y'all listeners too, man. Like I understand that, like you can. There's nothing, nothing can replace like good old cane sugar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but that's not what's in any of our products anymore either. No, for the record, it's not. However, if you want the good barbecue taste, but not like the guilt trip of being like I'm eating straight brown sugar, yeah. I'm telling you, you, I can't remember what it's called, but you'll see it because they put sugar free, big as fuck, on the yeah. label. And it was, I can attest to, to it was. You could put that up against most barbecue sauces, and I think it would win. Short of like a like a competition homemade sauce or yep. something, you know. And you're but, not you're not ever going to find out what's in that anyway. So hell no. That's what I'm saying. Like you, if you if I blind taste tested you next to like Sweet Baby Ray's or somebody like that, or even like yep. Jack Daniel's barbecue sauce or yep. something like that, you're not going to know. You know, speaking of just because you just said it, you know whose barbecue sauce I don't like anymore, and I just realized it this week. Who? Sweet Baby Ray's. <clears throat> Uh, you know, it used to be so good. I mean, it, and it is good, I guess, but it's it's almost like ketchup now. You know, like yeah, like not not. It doesn't taste like ketchup. Everybody uses it. like it. Like you buy, you go if you gotta have barbecue sauce at your house, you go buy ketchup, mustard, and sweet baby race. Like yeah, it's just, you know what I mean. I think <clears throat> I think I think I think that's what it is, man. I think it's just the overexposure of sweet baby race. Yeah. <clears throat> because like it used to be, it used to be not, not hard to get, but like no, but but not prevalent. Yeah. You know, it's it's the whole fucking what is it? Pigs pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Thing, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like Sweet Baby Ray's got. Are they too big to fail? You know what I'm saying? Like, is the government going to bail them out if we go through another recession? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, um, I'll tell you one. If uh, if you're looking to get away from Sweet Baby Ray's, uh, Rufus Teague. I think is there. Is there a black man on that bottle? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Rufus Teague is really good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, actually, I don't know if I've had that. I thought I had. Maybe not. Anyway. It's yeah, a, I've tried that out. It's a really good sauce. I've also wanted to try. You know what I've been wanting to try, too? And I'll have to. It'll be like fucking eight months when I decide to eat chicken again. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I want to try to make an Alabama white sauce. Dude, I, yes, I have. I've actually done some reading on that because I had never even. I think you and I talked about it one night, and you mentioned it, and I was like, I never heard of that. And I did a little bit of reading on it. And like, there's not a whole lot out there about no. it. Well, no, but I did watch. I watched a video on how to make it. It was this guy that that owns a barbecue joint down in Texas. It's called Meat Church. He has a YouTube channel. Uh, I've been watching a lot of that guy. Have you? I like that guy a lot. So he made a, a, an Alabama white sauce, and it's. Pretty fucking easy. Maybe that's the one I watched. Actually, was that one? Because I, uh, before we did the last, when I when I did that last, when I did the first brisket, and I was trimming it. I watched his video on trimming brisket, just like get an idea of, you know, what fat to cut, whatever, and then totally botched the second one. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, but it, it looks pretty easy to make. I want to try it out. Yeah, because like I watched uh, a thing. D- do you use it like a barbecue sauce? So the one, I, the th- the two applications I've seen for it is uh, his video, which has the yep. Alabama sauce, and he just kind of dresses his chicken after cooking with right. it. Um, and apparently it's like best on chicken, but I think you can use it on other stuff too. But Well, it's a white sauce. So- typically white sauces go on poultry. I know yeah. it sounds dumb. But but the, only th- the other thing I've seen is there's like a nationally famous place down in Alabama where this dude smokes chi- like whole chickens mm-hmm. and he like takes the entire chicken out and dunks it in like a five gallon bucket and throws it back on of that sauce on the smoker yeah god that sounds good i know <laughs> <laughs> uh, also just i'm so jealous of that, that these guys have such big smokers yeah you know like I, yeah i looked at when i bought mine i looked at like a not a 
well, basically a trailer smoker. I mean, yeah. like one of the big ones. That's just it's just so much smoker. They're like, too much. They're too expensive. They're so expensive. If unless you're gonna like try and make money with it, you know, it's yeah. too expensive. Even like like they like the kind you would put on a trailer, but just not on a trailer. If that makes sense, like a lot, a thousands of dollars. Yeah, there's like people taking like uh like natural gas tanks that are behind your house and turning them into smokers. I dude, I've seen the oh natural gas tank or whatever the gas. That, no, no, I know what you mean. I didn't realize that's bigger than I thought. I thought you meant like uh like I've seen like fifty like obviously fifty five gallon uh barrels like oh drums. that's easy. Yeah, everybody does that, but I. Yeah. I I didn't think about what you were saying. Yeah. That's a huge-ass smoker. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And it's fucking... The metal's thick as shit, too. It's like... Yeah, it ain't getting you ain't out. About, you ain't worried about insulation. Yeah, if you seal it, I mean, just the, the one seal where you have the door, fuck, it ain't getting anywhere. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I'm about to be like, Mom, why don't you switch to electric? <laughs> <laughs> let me get that tank, though. Yeah, let me get that tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. So, uh, this... Since we did our last show, there's been a plethora of uh, UK news. Uh, you want to hit some of it? Yeah. So we'll just go right off the top. Uh, this week, I don't know. I don't know if you've heard this or not, Chris. Uh, one of our shooting guards that transferred from Iowa, CJ Frederick, had surgery yesterday. Uh, supposedly, originally KSR actually broke it, uh, and I listened to that show. They said they that he broke his leg. Yada, yada, yada. Well, it turns out Coach Cal came out and said this morning that he didn't break his leg. It was uh, an existing injury, from which is obviously well documented. He had this injury when he was at uh, Iowa. He has a plantar fasciitis, so like ongoing, he has that. Um, and they were doing this as a, like a corrective surgery. He was going to have it. He was going to have to have it at some point, or they were going to have to do some other things. And they told him that the quickest way to get back on the court and to be 100% was to do the surgery. So he just agreed to do the surgery. <clears throat> Typically, to me, that's super viable. Like, I, I would buy that. I know it's not like I said Bible. That's all I meant. But um, I just don't know with Cal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wanted to discuss that with you. Because, like, think about um, the most recent was Terrence Clark last year, obviously. Bad things happened to him. He passed away. But before that, you know, he had his injury, and Cal was like, yeah, he'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, oh, he'll be back next week. And it was five months before the kid ever played basketball. He did the same thing with Keon Brooks two years ago. Did the same thing with, with somebody else before that. What was the boy that, uh, like, was it – it wasn't askew, no. Devin askew, no. Um, Who was it that was, like, butthurt and didn't want to play or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, you're right. It wasn't an injury, but same thing. He, who was that? Uh, was it Boston? No, he ended up transferring. Um, he left, whoever that kid was. I can't think of his name. But, yeah, same thing. So, I'm just – like, I don't know that I buy that it was just I, – I mean, I hope – here's the thing. This sounds so shitty, but, like, if C.J. Frederick is out for the season, just say worst case he's out for the season, it actually probably helps – Cal's roster and minutes, because right now we're so stacked at the guard. Like, it's the one you know, the one, two, and three. They're like, it just gives somebody else more minutes. Like, like for instance, I think we said this on the show at some point, like last week, week before. But like, if CJ Frederick is as good as he of a shooter as they say he is, and whatever, he's going to take minutes from Dante Allen. Yeah. It's just reality. That's what's going to happen. So if he's hurt long, long term. That helps out our boy Dante Allen. I mean, Kentucky yeah. boy, which they're both Kentucky boys. And obviously, I don't want anything to be wrong with CJ Frederick. That's not what I mean. But like, it almost helps the roster out. But I just, Cal's just so hard to trust when it comes to injuries. Like, he's never, <laughs> you know, and I know there's a lot of like, the coaches just kind of play that game, you know, but like, 
at the same time, I'm like literally you could you could be watching what was the Ware kid that got hurt at Louisville, you know, when he like yeah. snapped his leg off. Everybody knows what I'm talking Kevin. about. It was Kevin Ware, yeah. It was the worst thing to watch ever live. Like I feel like Cal would have done that press conference at the game, but like, yeah, uh, he had a slight ankle um, yeah. uh, sprain. He's he's gonna be back by Tuesday, probably. He'll be he'll be playing by Tuesday. Yeah, the blood like, was where he cut his leg shaving <laughs> before the game. Yeah, right. Like, dude, he's just so full of shit. Sometimes <laughs> I don't know. It's just hard to. It's the Italian in him, man. I think it is. I think you're right. It's totally the Italian in him, where it's like they'll be like, hey. Um, you know, old boy's just had some surgery. Uh, how bad is it? And he'd be like, ah, he's just been painting houses. <laughs> he just went for a swim. Yeah. He'd be fine. He'd be fine. Don't you worry. So the other big news is um, basically UK has one scholarship we have to offer. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got eligibility. Let's yeah, make know, it right? happen. Let's make a move. Uh, Kofi Coburn, which, by the way, is I said this last week, it's spelled Cockburn. And just out of principle, I'm going to continue to call him Kofi Cockburn because I don't know how a C and K can be silent. That does not make sense to me. Oh. I literally just think they're just saying... it's not Cockburn? No, it's Coburn. I literally just think they're saying that for radio because nobody wants to say cock on... You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> on TV and radio. That, like, that's bullshit. That, his name... There's... I don't know how a CK can be silent. That doesn't... Oh, but they'll walk around spewing Dick Vitale all day long. <laughs> what assholes. Yeah. His name should be D. What... what? <laughs> What a double standard we have That's here. That's bullshit. Uh, he is obviously a favorite. Um, he's a, he's a second-team All-American last year. Huge, huge part of um, Illinois' you know, uh, two-seed team that you know played in the tournament last year. Obviously, they didn't play as well in the tournament as they had hoped, but a uh, big part of the regular season. And then uh, Jalen Dern is the other one. Obviously, he's a uh, high school kid. He reclassed. He's going to come out. So here's the thing, though. Jalen Duran came out and said um, last week that he's not going to announce until after all the Peach Jam stuff, which is all the AAU ball, which is like two or three more weeks away. He said that would be the soonest. Like he wanted to wait until that was over with, kind of sit and gather his thoughts and then make a decision. Uh, Kofi Coburn, Cockburn, just announced today that he's going to make a decision by Friday. Hmm. So I kind of think that, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Cal's having a conversation with both these kids, but I feel like. If if Cockburn makes the decision Friday, it may force the hand and make it irrelevant what Durham wants to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he just announces he's coming to UK, UK ain't going after him anymore. So like, yeah, it is what it is. So I'm kind of curious to see how that plays out Friday. Yeah, me too. Do you think um, as like a, a high value transfer or like a, a, a oh god, what's that website that rates high school kids? Like 24 seven sports or yeah, you know, saying a high. Like, chip, like a five star recruit, yeah. high school player, or something. When they're sitting there, like just the tipping a bunch of schools is being like, you know, you've got <laughs> you've got a good program here. I'll I'll think about it. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be the only time where a man gets to feel like the hot girl in high school. Has to. I totally agree with that. What a good analogy. Like, I I would even say like you have to be like I would imagine you have to be like one of the top. 10 players. That's what I'm saying. Like to top get that 10. effect. And then, like, I was trying to think on the football side, like, maybe the top five quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, like, same yeah, it's, situation. That's what I'm saying, man. It's because it's like, <laughs> and, 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 and it may seem like irritating or whatever to, to people on the outside where they're like, why don't they just make a decision? Goddamn. But, because I get to enjoy it. That's what I'm saying. In like, that same situation, I'd milk the absolute shit out of it. Fuck yeah. And almost, I would almost argue that, like, 
with Duran specifically because he reclassed, you know, to a sooner class. I almost would have just stayed in the same class if I were him and just ridden it out for another year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just enjoy it for a year. Like, you could cock tease everybody for a whole another year, dude. Like, why not? Yeah. It would be – that would be so sick to just have that attention or whatever as a high schooler. And because, like, you know, high girls in high school, they already get that attention from all, the, like, the yep. fucking, you know, uh, with thirsty dudes in high school or whatever. Just yeah. being like, can I touch your boob? Uh, <laughs> please? Yeah, please. But, like, <clears throat> that's the one chance where, where a young man gets to just be like, you know, I I, I like what you're offering here. But, uh, you know what, I'm – let me think on I'm, it. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. Hey, hey, I'll remember you. I'll remember you. While we're on this conversation, too, like, I've never understood why kids reclass upper class. Like, I, I guess to get to the league earlier is what you're trying to do. But, like, think about, think about you in high school. And I don't know when you started doing sexual things, like, with women in high school. Irrelevant, really. But, like, I can speak for every dude on the planet when I say, when we come out of high school, we have no fucking clue what we're doing. No. Not like not a fucking clue. Not one. So why would you want to rush from that to college? Potentially embarrass yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> First chick you hook up with, you just embarrass the fuck out of yourself. Like I just I don't know, man. Like I feel like if I feel like if you just ride out that whole that whole train in high school, like you're gonna be like everybody sucks at it. You know what I mean? At least you're like popular and you can get whoever the fuck you want. Yeah. That's <laughs> never happened to me before. <laughs> Are you still coming to the game on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> I can't get you a ticket, but I really want your support. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't be rushing into that if I were those kids. Although, at the same time, college is probably where you learn the most. I mean, maybe if you start to learn it early, you figure it out sooner. I don't know, man. Yeah. Pros and cons. However, is anyone looking into these, like, college exploitations? Because, like, if you reclassify, chances are you're probably 17 – you might be 18 when you get on campus, you know, but if right. you're still 17 on campus and you're hot, you know, a uh, big man on campus, still like a, there's like a thousand cases of statutory going on around Boy, the country. They're probably are. already. I mean, they, right off the bat, just unless it's parental consent, like you go and talk to the football or basketball player's mom who's like, my baby getting his or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, I feel like you just, at that point, you just go power move, you just go print off like a thousand. Like parental consent forms and just like mom start signing that shit. I, like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't, I would, you know what I would do is I would only do like butt and mouth stuff while in college. You think? Yeah, because they're just hunting, man. There's a lot of them that that's are just true. hunting. That's true. That is a, that's a solid point. Matter of fact, even if I actually made it to the league, I would still just be like, look, this is strictly butt and mouth stuff. Dude, I can't believe, like, <laughs> that's very funny, first of all. Second of all, I can't believe how many, uh, how many, like, if you look at college, not just basketball, like football, everybody, how many college athletes, like, by the time they graduate, already have a wife, kid, you know what I mean? Like, it is wild. Dude, like, this is just me, and I'm not saying it's the right way, per se, but, like, if I'm that young and I know I'm, like, you know, if you have, like, if you're on the fringe, whatever, okay, cool, but, like, if you know you're going to the pros, do you really want that in your life while you're exploring that whole new fucking world of being a man? Like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you can't be surprised when they go cheat on their wives and shit. Like, I'm not saying it's right, but I mean, you yeah. can't be surprised by it. It's, it's one of those things is like some people are, are like, and, and I, I do genuinely believe this, that some people are just wired different. You and I yeah, sitting yeah. here know that if tomorrow we were on the Packers, 
making $30 million a year, I, I'd i have like 500 STDs. You know what I'm right. saying? And, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what I would say. At least. Yeah. If I were single, let me just do that. Let me just obviously let me if just you were clarify single. that. Let me just clarify that. You didn't have to say that. It's, yeah. It's, let me just clarify that. Uh, but like, there, I, I feel like there, like, uh, what was it? There was uh, an offensive lineman recently that went viral. His wife filmed him while she was in labor, and he was in the delivery room doing like pass protection drills. <laughs> nice. I think he's like a Notre Dame lineman or something. Good for remember. him. Good. For I can't him. remember who it is, but they, <laughs> and like. That's it. I mean, like people just have like different values, you know. Like they, yeah. it's, they just like you know. Well, that's the thing too. If you're, that's a perfect example. You know, they say like when you have a kid, that's one of like the biggest thing moments of your life. And it, I mean, it is. I can speak for it. It is. However, having said that, like you're, you're talking about a kid that is playing a sport, trying to get to the next level for a career. Like it's not just to have fun; it's for a career. Yeah. So like you want to make yourself better. So I mean. Yeah, I mean your timing may be a little bit off, but I mean like you know, he's trying to be better. That's it. No big deal. No big deal there. Yeah, if you're, I just don't like I was saying from the get go. I just, and a lot of it is probably age too, right? Like we're wiser now, quote unquote. Because uh, I don't know that I would have thought to think that way when I was eighteen. Probably no. not. Probably not. But like, you just know that's what they're going to go do. I mean, like that's what. I, if I were 21 and I, they're like, "Hey, man, we're just going to sign you. Uh, you you're going to be you're going to be on the fucking Clippers. Yeah, so you're going to L.A. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need a chaperone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm going to need a chaperone and somebody to give me an allowance every yeah. day because shit's about to get wild. Uh, I was I was this I was talking to uh, to my lady the other day about like uh, I was I was s- s- not fully committed to it but I was sort of kind of talking to her trying to talk her into getting impregnated by a major league baseball player okay, she wasn't yeah. going for it that's unfortunate 100% like, was not going for it she's got to bind to the team that's what I was trying to but you know <laughs> I, uh, well, I I'll talk to her yeah I explained to her that in a different life if I had my same brain okay but I was a woman okay I would get pregnant by almost Every athlete I came across, I hundred percent agree. With because that. they're young, they're dumb, they're rich, and and you can settle and for a I lot can of money. Settle, you know what I mean? Like, don't even try to get everything. Just nope. Off the bat, you, you know just what I would? Do? I would. I would just live. I would live a like upper middle class. They'd be like, my lawyer would be like, dude, you can get like sixty thousand dollars a like, month. Nope. I'd be like, no, I'll take ten. Yep, you know that's it. I just want him to be. Happy. I'm about to go hit this other dude up yeah, for another. Because I'm about so. to have two more kids. I'm keeping you on retainer, so <laughs> <laughs> you about to know everything. <laughs> but she yeah. she couldn't wrap her head around that. I was like, it, it's so much. It's so easy for a whore to make a lot of money, right? I mean, and not even like uh, people. Fuck. I, I mean, I always thought about it. I mean, obviously, you know, you know what happens, but like, I didn't really know as much about it until. Hannah's friend in college started banging a baseball player in Cincinnati. Like, I'm not going to say names, but like, it was definitely happening. I know for take a fact. A stab, it was probably Brandon Phillips. 100%, yes. Yeah, on his he, part. I've heard of a lot of people sleeping with Brandon yeah, Phillips. I was talking about the girl. I didn't want to say Oh, her I'm name. not. We don't have to mention but, her. But yeah, but yeah, it was fucking 100% Brandon Phillips. I mean, I saw 
pictures, like not, I didn't see his dick. Right. You know, I mean, not that I wouldn't look they at it. They were together. Not that I wouldn't look at it, but right. I mean, you know. I'd look at it. It'd be like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Sh- like, I, I want to know where I stand. I want to see what a second a, baseman's dick looks like. He's a fucking pro athlete. Yeah, like. he's definitely not a shortstop. <laughs> I can tell you that one. How do I stack up with that? I don't <laughs> fucking know. Uh, but, but yeah, but like, she was just a college student at Eastern. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have any relationship before that. She just, it just happened. And I Pro- mean, like, how, so how easy is that? That's what I'm saying. Like, how, if I, basically, when you're at that level, if a girl wants to fuck you, you're going to do it. Yeah. Living, like, well, living an hour away, roughly an hour away from Cincinnati and hearing stories that I've heard, it really wasn't that hard to have sex with Brandon Phillips. No, I don't think it was either. That was not, I'm not saying she had, you know, great things to offer. Right. But, uh, uh, but yeah, man, like, I, I don't see, how any of these athletes have money? Not me either. Me either, dude. Because you go even you got to think too, man. Like, just think about the NFL or even baseball. The the well, let's talk about the big four, okay? Yep. Baseball, basketball, hockey, and football. You're you're in your twenties. You're in the absolute peak physical condition. Now you may be Luca and be a little doughy. But you've also got millions of dollars. Yeah, who cares? So and like, you're, you were still MVP two years ago. So I was going mean. to say, like, $1 million counts for two abs. You know <laughs> right, <saying>? yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> totally agree. So, like, yeah, you could just walk down the... You can walk into any club. A normal person who barely afforded to get into that club is probably going to have sex with you. D- guaranteed. Guaranteed. Might not even be a girl. No. <laughs> that's what, like, old dude that's for Oakland or whatever that just came out. Yeah, 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 he's probably I mean, unless he's already married or whatever, he's probably gonna pull a fuck ton of tail now that the the gay Guaranteed. community knows that he's gay. They're gonna be like, yeah. "Holy shit, I want to have sex with that guy." I, it's funny you said because I thought the same thing about uh, who's the football player that came out first, Michael uh, Michael something <sighs> something. But it was like what ten years ago now, probably it wasn't that long. Yeah, ago. It, was it was about like six, five. seven. Yeah, but yeah, I thought the same thing when he came out. Like, dude. I feel like everybody that watches NFL that's gay is going to be like, okay. Okay. I'm going to hit this dude yeah, up when he's in town. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> like, that guy out in Oakland, I, I can't remember his damn name. Seems like I should know since know, he was all I, over the news. but Like, recently, too. But, like, he's a handsome guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really handsome guy. Yep. And he's a defensive lineman. So, he's like a large he's human like a, being. like a, I don't, don't want to say butch. That's like the wrong term for a dude. Like, he's like a manly man. Like yeah, he's, not, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, super manly I mean, man. Kind of hard not to be if you're in the NFL, I guess, but. He's extra man. Yeah. Uh, well, there's Rogers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's true. That is the other end of the spectrum <laughs> for certain. For uh, certain. So like this dude is he just literally just like the gay community is they're just all of a sudden now they they have well one they have their athlete which is cool for them you know if they yeah. wanted to get in the NFL now they have somebody to root for yeah fine or, for or them. if they weren't going to or if they, they weren't yeah. going to now but they, they want might. to support blah, blah blah they have their athlete but also they have like an icon now because he's like really attractive yeah and an NFL player and a millionaire and gay and he's gay yeah so like and which kind of sucks for the gay community though because like they can't get child support <laughs> they could do alimony though. If they get yep. if they get married with him. That's a long play, though. I don't know if yeah. anybody's into that. That, that is a long play, dude. That's, <laughs> yeah, you got to stick in there for a while for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? Uh, I mean, we got. I don't even know where we started at on that conversation. Uh, somebody getting injured at UK. 
Yeah, I think you're right. Oh uh, no, we started. We were talking about uh, Kofi. Oh, reclassifying. Cockburn, yeah, yeah. reclassifying. So, all right. So that well, that leads me. So let's just say let's let's fast forward to the, to Friday. Kofi Cockburn comes to Kentucky. We've now taken two assistant coaches <laughs> and their best player <laughs> from Il- from Illinois to Kentucky. Uh, Joe Lenardi put out his newest bracketology today. Obviously. Super early. Yeah, way Season hasn't even started. He's bored. He's bored. They pay him to do it. Yeah. He does it. Whatever. However, the funny thing was, he had Kentucky as a – he moved us up to – we were a four seed. He moved us up to a two seed. Had us playing Georgia State in the first round, whatever. That's a win. Had us playing Illinois in the second round. (laughs) He did that on purpose. Oh, you know he did. (laughs) You know he did. But, dude, the the thing is, like – so that made them like a – I don't even remember now – like a seven seed, something like that. But can you imagine if <laughs> if we get that kid and we meet Illinois in the tournament? Doesn't matter where. That's gonna be. It's gonna be a hype game. Oh, dude, that's gonna be, <laughs> and, and it's gonna be talked about. Yeah. If I was Cal, I'd schedule Illinois. Oh, I'm sure as shit, but I bet they wouldn't do it. No. I mean, unless like, it, we need to find out if they're going to like the Maui or something. We're not doing that anymore. I think uh, well, so. It actually, I just heard this on KSR the other day. It's back on, but they only did it like every two years or whatever it is anyway. Right. So they don't they don't know if they're going to do it this year because it was supposed to happen last year. Last year was a COVID year, yeah. So they don't know if they're going to like push it or right, just right, wait right. until the next. You know, well, but basically, we just need to find out what what other non conference tournaments they go to and, and just, just go just follow them. <laughs> you well, you know if if. All right, this is just one of the great things about being UK, I guess, really. But like, pretty much any tournament, if we just called them and said, "Hey, we want to play," yeah, they're gonna say they're yes. gonna say yes yeah. because the ratings are gonna go up like crazy. Like, so if it's some shitty midwestern tournament that Illinois is playing in, yeah. and Cal calls and says, "Hey, we want to we want to enter that tournament. Can you make room for us?" They're gonna be like, "Well, fuck yeah, yeah." And I'm sure Mitch Barnhart wouldn't have an issue with canceling a game against like Kennesaw, <laughs> right? <or> <laughs> right, just so we can play Illinois and rub it in their face. Yeah. We should just follow them around the country during during non-conference. Just when they, when they're like Illinois plays like uh like I don't know, they play like Idaho or something. We should go play Boise State and uh, then just like, go to the game. Totally agree. Just you troll know? just troll them the whole time. <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. UK's going to be good this year, man. I I'm for for as disappointing as last year was, and I mean, it's easy obviously every single year we're UK fans. This is what we do. We talk about how good we're going to be, and then shit happens the way it happens. But like, and then conference play starts. And- yeah, but I mean, I don't know that that you could, with the pieces that were available, not only to us on the team, but just in the country, the pieces that made themselves available, you could not have put together a better team. I don't think, and we're possibly going to add another. You know, I don't even think we need either one of the two that are talking about coming here. But if we get one of them, that's just. Hey, some is good, it's more crazy. is better. Yeah, exactly, man. I, you know, I think I think the biggest problem Cal will have. I think mean, th- we're going to run into. You know, the fourteen fifteen team was, in my mind, still probably talent wise the best team that ever played at Kentucky. Just didn't bring home a championship, so it, it's kind of hard to make that argument, especially with the ninety six team. But, but this uh, this team, well, what I was going to say is so. But the re- repercussions of that when he did the platooning. You know, for the two, three, four years after that, he struggled to recruit as many, you know, top five, ten players like he always did because nobody wanted to come share the time. And I think there, this may be another season where that becomes an issue next year. But having said that, the difference between this time around and 
the last, you know, 14-15 is a transfer portal. Yeah. So if if high school kids don't want to come, okay, cool. There'll be a fucking All-American somewhere that's like, oh, I can play for Kentucky yeah. and maybe win a championship. Yeah. Oh, and get and get Cal to get me ready for the NBA. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. ahead and do that. Yeah. What You're telling me I was really good in JUCO and I have the chance to make the NBA? Yeah. Sign me up. I mean, dude, if you just look at who Kentucky picked up off the transfer portal this year, we got Severe Wheeler from Georgia. He was the number one point guard in the SEC last year. Comes to Kentucky. Uh, C.J. Frederick was the best two guard, best shooting percentage in the Big Ten last year from Iowa. Comes to Kentucky. Uh, Oscar Shuiway from uh, West Virginia. The Big 12, uh, big man of the year. Comes to Kentucky. Like, I mean, it's not like we're getting scraps. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. picking up literally the best of the best off the transfer portal, and it's going to happen like that every year because a kid can go have a great season. It's almost like, and I will say, I don't think it's just Kentucky. It'll be, and we've said this before, before this even became a thing, like Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke are going to benefit the most, Arizona, from the transfer portal because it's basically like another step up until you get to the NBA, right? So, like, yeah. if you go have a great season at, you know, either a smaller Power Five or, a, you know, a, a different conference, and you can step up to Kentucky it's just as a stepping stone to get to the NBA and get coached by Cal, you're going to do it. Yeah. Like, they're all going to do it. You, he, Cal can basically just pick who he wants. Yeah. And this, the trans, the changes to the transfer portal couldn't have happened at a better time because before a, a recent events, you, you someone would argue that it's just like going to a power or going to a, a blue chip school is just like an unpaid G League. Yep. But now it's not. Now it's paid. Now it's paid. So, it doesn't pay as much as the G League. I don't know, man. I, I'm interested. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm interested in this first year to see. You know what I mean? Because like, not, now obviously it will be like I said. It won't be all schools, but the big schools, the Kentuckys, the Dukes, I almost think you can make as much as the G League. Or it'd be close enough that why wouldn't you? Because you're going to get better coaching. So Yeah. I do know this. Like Mark Stoops' paycheck is going to take a huge hit when they just hire the entire football team to do Paul Miller <laughs> Ford commercials. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they talked uh, when the day that the NIL actually happened, whatever, KSR talked at length about that because that's, that's one of the biggest things that – um, they haven't made a decision. I say they, the incident way, nobody's made a decision on yet. And, and honestly, it's probably just going to kind of play out how it plays out. But like, you know, Paul Miller Ford is the, the official um, dealership of UK athletics. But what if a kid reaches out, you know, what if Don Franklin reaches out to a kid on one of the teams? Is he allowed to go do that? I would say, yeah, I would say they're independent contractors on you know what i'm saying but, but but no i agree I, well, you can't really say that though because they do have insurance through the school and, and stuff. their and their scholarships through the school yeah so that's the thing like i'm not saying i don't think there is a right or wrong answer it's just that there isn't an answer yeah i don't right think now, so. i think that that'll god it's, it's interesting it'll that, probably end up being a case-by-case case thing and then the NCAA is just gonna shit the bed again <laughs> that's exactly so here's the thing here's what sucks so bad is that through all of this, obviously I have bitched at end about the NCAA, but through all of this, everybody has made these decisions. Like the state of Kentucky finally pushed, you know, for the NIL to be legal, so we didn't get left you left out basically. And the, so the states are making decisions, the schools are making decisions, and it, but everybody's doing that with the hope and the prayer that the NCAA is going to come through and make a decision, right? Well, dude, when it comes to the NCAA, dude, you can hope in one hand and shit in the other, and you tell me which one fills up faster. Like yeah. they're they're not gonna. <clears throat> 
here's what cracks me up is it's supposed this is all supposed to like last for another year until they make a decision. What happens next year when they've still not fucking done shit? Because I feel like that's where we're headed. I feel like we're headed to three consecutive years of just nothing being pushed out. Yeah. Like you, you talk about uh, a guy called into KSR today, actually, and I thought, or it was yesterday, but ask a great question. Great question. He said, hey, you remember before all this NIL stuff started coming out this spring and into the summer, obviously that was a hot topic, but all these schools, Arizona, LSU, Kansas, were all on the chopping block for violations, NCAA violations. What's going on with those? Right. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. the NIL has been the big topic. Cool. But, like, these programs were, like, in serious trouble. Yeah. So, it's where, one, it, where'd that all go? Yeah. It it, it almost kind of – I wish we had, like, a judge or something that we could bring on the show to ask <laughs> him, to ask him, to ask him like, in, in, the, in the event that, like, murder becomes legal. You know, what happens to a guy that just got indicted four months prior? I can answer that for you. He did it when murder was illegal. Okay. He's so, still on trial for that, man. So like, I can't, that kind of answers the... It does, but like, but where did it, what I'm saying is, though, like, where did it go? It's like it's like it just disappeared. Like oh, all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, okay. they, like, they're just kind of like, just thinking everybody's just going to forget about it. You right. Know? I mean, shit, I'll, I'll admit, I kind of did. Not, not I didn't, like, completely forget about it, but your attention's just Well, every time anybody it. brings up... Arizona basketball, I'm always like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, for me, like the one that I like, they, there's two of them for me, and I would think it would be Kansas, but it really isn't because to me, Kansas is just irrelevant. I don't give a fuck about Kansas anymore. It's Arizona and LSU. LSU's the big one because they were the ones, that, like, Will Wade literally got caught on tape saying, yeah, dude, I'll give him 100 grand. Like, <laughs> yeah. what is it to argue about that, bro? You know what I mean? And he's still the coach down there. He's still a coach. I, like, I don't even know how that is a thing. Like, But whatever. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I imagine. NCAA is probably banking on, which I don't know why, because they they are the ones that would gain from these investigations and and then penalties and things like that because yeah, there be they fine there be fines out the ass. So I don't know why they're not hammering down on this now. Me either. To where you need to hammer on hammer down on it now while no one's getting paid and while it's black and white and while it's black that's and white. What, that's kind of what you're getting at. You know yeah. what I mean? It's getting ready to be a a big gray area. Yeah. So like, let's take care of it before that. Yeah, but. I mean, it would take years, though. You know, oh, one is the NCAA. Like, well, I'm just talking about the investigations and all the trials and all that stuff. It would take years. But, but that's what's been going on is all the investigations. That's that's where they're at. That's the process we're in right now, dude. Yeah, but I mean, I you know, I'm I'm part of the corporate world. There's a lot of like, let's revisit this. No, I agree with that. But like, if there's, I didn't know that there was an organization slower than the government. And I've worked for the government for a long time. But by God, the NCAA just takes the baton and runs with it when it comes to being slow. Like, yeah, good Lord. What if they do like a big giant like Vince McMahon move and they're just like, we're part of the government. We've been a part of the government the whole time. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> That's probably true. I mean, they basically are. Shit, I'm sure they're paying each other and fuck. It, depend, it depends on whether they vote on their own raises. Which is... Uh, the funniest thing of all time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Does everybody want to get raised? Oh, you do? Okay. All in favor say aye. <laughs> all in favor of say nay. Nay. Okay, let's pass. Yep. I feel like you got to just save face and just be the one guy that says nay. You know what I mean? Like I would. You'd be a hero. Yeah, I'd get like, you reelected immediately. Yeah, immediately, dude. Just nay. Yeah. Like, I would immediately go on. I would pay who at whatever super pack or whatever. Be yep. like, We're doing that guy. the greatest commercial of all time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it would be like a... It'd be a hundred. It'd be a ninety-nine people raising their hands and one, or not raising their hands and one dude going, "Yeah, 
he stood against them all when no one else would. Great commercial. Even though he makes six figures. (laughs) Yeah, even though he still makes 180,000 a year or whatever the fuck it is. Poor guy. Poor chap. Yeah. Actually, he actually he didn't or he raised his hand, but he's still got a raise. So yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just a simple farmer from the middle of St. Louis. <laughs> Haven't been on a tractor in, since ought to, but yeah. you know, you know, folks, I'm just I'm a lot like you I, from my high rise in New York. Yeah, those are my favorite when they say that shit. Yeah, I'm just I'm one of you. No, like, you're not. No, you're not, motherfucker. You <laughs> you're not. Get out of here. Yeah. You just get out of here. Oh, you God. got that. You got that plaid shirt from the fucking wardrobe department. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so UFC happened this weekend. Big mega mega fight. Yeah. So did you did you guys have it here? Yes, we watched it here. Okay. Um, was it on ESPN or something or ESPN Plus? The, all their okay, all yeah, their yeah. pay per views are on ESPN Plus. Gotcha. But uh, our boy Sugar Sean fought. He fought a dude that was making his UFC debut. This guy left a title at another promotion and came in to the UFC for his first fight. Um, oh, God, what was his name? Mutina? I think it was his okay. name. last name, Mutina. I looked up the results. I didn't watch. But Comes in with blaze green hair, first oof, off. So he's oof. fighting Sugar Sean, who's, who everybody knows either has rainbow hair or something else yeah. going on. Um, this Mutina guy... Uh, is not a human being. Okay. He he took. I think I, at one point I think I looked at the stat line down at the bottom of the screen and Sean uh, O'Malley had landed like two hundred and twenty strikes. Jesus, mostly to the head. Holy shit! And this dude took every single one of them. His defense was horrifying, but his resolve. Was incredible. So his defense was hands at his waist. He had his hands up. He's just fucking the punch would just come through every time and hit him square in the face. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, like, and and I did find out later though that the guy took the fight up on 11, 11 days notice. So it was going to go bad for him anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Pr- but you're, that's one of those you're just going in and getting your paycheck. Yeah, he was getting you know, a solid like, paycheck or whatever. And it was and he was the first fight. He was on the main card, so that's even more pay. Yeah, than even more on, money. Yeah. But d- the dude earned everyone's respect. Yeah, I for yeah, I mean I, taking a beating like that, dude. It, the first two rounds I was just sitting there this lasted until like a minute left in the third round. So he oh, took damn. like a he took like a, a fourteen minute beating. Jesus Christ. And during the first two rounds, I'm just like, or like the first round and a half, I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, he's getting fucked up. He's getting fucked up for the rest of the fight. I'm just, just sitting there just going, feel I'm, bad just going for him. I'm like, go down. Yeah, go like, down. Yeah, like it's over, dude. And then it was a, a stand-up stoppage. Like Herb Dean stopped it while they were standing up after, like Sean did, a, or O'Malley did like a, a flurry, a nice yep. combo. It landed every single fucking hit because he was hitting everything. And... Herb Dean just had to step in and stop it. It was just like, like this is fucking over. Like I'm done watching this. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And the dude, like, the I feel dude, like if any other ref did that, you'd probably get mad. But like yeah. it's him, so you're like, oh, he's probably the right. dude was still like, what the fuck, man? I was like, what do you mean? Have you not been in this <laughs> octagon the whole time? Unless his strategy the whole time was to wear him down, and he was gonna fucking make a push. He was doing like the Homer Simpson strategy. You remember that episode when he was a boxer? I do remember. Like that. he was waiting on Sean to like tire himself out by hitting. <laughs> his face or something like <laughs> it was awful 
Uh, also, actually, uh, so it was me, Corey, and and uh, and Jamie, and she had the funniest joke of all time because he had really thin hair, which is awesome for the fight game because when you get hit, it just flutters right, in the wind. Right. And she said it looks like he was in a fishbowl, his hair moving around, getting fucked up and beat. <laughs> That's awesome. But that fight was brutal, man. And uh, we saw a couple. Of, there were some other good fights, some other really good stoppages. There was a, a women's fight. I can't remember who was in it, but there was like this big goddamn Russian girl. I saw that. I, saw, I remember when I when I looked up the results. I remember seeing her and being like, "God dang!" Yeah, she got wrecked. Really? I mean, absolutely wrecked. Hmm. It was bad. Nice. Her face was messed up. I, dude, I feel like women's faces always get wrecked. Here recently, man. I there's. I mean, the women's fights. I mean, I've always said the women's fights are awesome, uh, yeah. but here recently, man, like some really prolific strikers have been coming up through the yeah, women's totally divisions, and it's awesome, man, because they're blasting bitches. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, the co-main, I, I don't remember much of the co-main. At, at this point, keep in mind that I've been on my feet you, for about 14 yeah, you're hours. You're tired so, yeah. and probably, probably getting, now, now you get to get drunk. Yeah. So, uh, so the co-main, it was a good fight. I remember it being a good fight. Um, I really wish Corey was here because he would have it all. But then the main <laughs> event rolls around. Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, Poirier um, super hype fight. You know, they, they promoted it and everything. And uh, just really, really, really unfortunate how it ended. Did, what round was that in? It was so... What happened was is during the first round, McGregor threw a high leg kick, so like to the thigh area, and he connected with the end of his foot. Okay. Which is bad news in the fight game. Yep. Um, and then towards the end of the round, literally at the end of the round, uh, McGregor either yeah, I think he he, he didn't, took a step back. He did yeah he didn't throw another punch, but he did he stepped backwards, and then just every. But that was the first round, though? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Every bone invented in his lower leg powdered into dust. He went down to his feet. Poirier tried to finish it. The bell, you know, bell rang. And uh, during during the intermission in between rounds, they, you know, they had a doctor come in and say, hey, it's fucking broken or whatever. And, but (laughs) McGregor, the world's greatest. Salesman. Salesman. Yeah. Heel, salesman, whatever you want to call it. Fucking laying there with his, his fibia and tibia snapped in half, and he's going, that's a fucking doctor stoppage. It's a fucking doctor stoppage. And they're like, yes, it is. He's like, all right, goddamn. He didn't want them to say that Poirier yeah. beat him. Yeah. Uh, and But it was awesome during the post-fight interviews because uh, um, they, uh, no, Joe Rogan went to go interview Poirier first, and there's there like he didn't he barely got a question in because they were just sitting there fucking yelling at each other. They hate each other. Oh yeah, it's real hate. Yeah, it's a long. It's not often in recent years where you get like real hate. It's been a long time. It's been a really it's been a long, long time since so you've had a, like a really good rivalry where you legit hate each other. I'm trying to think of the last one. I can remember like back in our heyday of watching it. I mean, you had. Tito and Chuck. That's what I was thinking. But there's there's had to be one before that. But you had Anderson Silva versus the middleweight division. <laughs> Literally all of them. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> uh, you had Brock and Frank Mir. That was pretty awesome. See, that's what I, I think. That's the other one I was. Which God, I, 
I don't even talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, so so then Poirier just spits all kinds of mad shit or whatever, calling him a pussy and all this other stuff. Awesome stuff, right? Right. If you're trying to sell a fight, this is where you need to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, then Joe Rogan goes over to interview uh, McGregor, which he, which is funny. He had to sit down on the mat with him, <laughs> right? Which to was, interview him was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and McGregor spoke, but where he was a adrenaline, b in immense amount of pain, all of that Irish came out in him. Didn't catch a word. Couldn't understand any of it. Couldn't understand a fucking word. <laughs> the only thing I caught was, I think while Poirier was walking out, he said something to the effect of like, "Hey, tell your fucking wife to get out of my DMs or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did hear. I heard it on the radio. Which is hilarious, like whether it's true or not, fucking hilarious thing yeah. to say. <laughs> so, I feel, I, and I we were listening. So we were listening to a lot of the post fight stuff, which ESPN needs to fucking quit having their people on the broadcast. I totally agree with that. They all suck. They like, all they, suck, dude. And I do want to take a moment to express my undying hatred for Max Kellerman. Uh, Can't stand really? him. Really? L- cannot stand him. I liked him when he was just an ESPN dude. I hate him as a fight dude. I just, I hate, I I've, I've, I did like him in the beginning, but I think he like latched on to Skip Bayless's teat or yeah. whatever, and now he's unbearable. Yeah. Um. But his analysis was liquid garbage. He was basically just, all he talked about was McGregor being over the hill and can't fight and blah, blah. So then they cut back to the trio the actual broadcast team, right. uh, Cormier, Rogan, and John Anik. And uh, Anik just kind of sat back in his chair. He was like, y'all have it. And Cormier and Joe Rogan shit on Max Kellerman for really? like 15 minutes. Nice. Just talking about how, like, you know, it was an actual fight. I thought so, too. You know, the, everyone kept talking about how McGregor went for a a guillotine and and it fucked up, right? He didn't get it. Poirier's too good on the ground, you know, in in defense or whatever, which he is. Poirier, you can't, no, he's great, but like a guillotine is not a great move anyway. Like that's not like a uh, anyway. It's, well, they were like it's it's a stupid move, stupid move, whatever, blah blah. And it was it was a dumb move to I mean, pull. I kind of agree. It's a dumb move to pull, in, especially in the situation too. First round, you don't want to blow your arms right. out. But and it was the wrong guy to pull it on too because Poirier is a you know he's got world class ground defense right but it that's the fight game man yeah, that's a, why it's called mixed it's martial like arts chess man yeah there's there's a there's there's three or what there's like two avenues of fighting there's stand up and there's grappling so if you're not trying everything what are you doing yeah you know? what are you doing yeah exactly and so like they and, and probably Poirier expected. Connor to go to the ground the least. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so like, I'm saying, if you oh, catch shit. a dude off guard, he had yeah. his arm up under his chin. It's just, it's just a bad position, and he, and he tried it from stand-up, which was dumb. Anyways, he didn't go for a takedown first. Yeah. Um, but, like, they were basically just being like, Max Kellerman sucks, man. Like, this was a really good fight. We felt like Connor was in it. It's just really unfortunate that it yeah. happened. I hate it for... I have... I don't know how you feel about him. I have mixed emotions on Connor anyway. Like... Because recently he's just been in the public a lot more, I guess. And, like, in a sense, I actually really – I would praise him for his business sense. As dumb as that sounds, but, like, the Mayweather fight and all that, dude, he fucking made money. $100, and $100 he, million. Dollars. Dude, you, you know he went into that fight with Mayweather knowing he was going to lose. Oh, yeah. Because you don't if, – if Mayweather would have fought him UFC, okay. Yeah. He, he well, probably it, had a pretty good shot. Yeah. 
Well, we've seen. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Boxers try to transition yeah, over and just I, get wrecked. I, I, I'm just saying, like, that's a pretty much a given. But the but he said, you know what? Yeah, I'll fucking lose a fight and make a hundred million dollars. Who fucking wouldn't? Yeah, Dude, I would. I'd lose a fight for you, ten grand. All these people that sit here and judge him for that shit would fucking. Are you telling me you wouldn't take a hundred million dollars? Right. Get the fuck out of here, yeah. dude! Like you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like so, on in that sense, I really I I respect him for that. Really, I mean, because he's he's just like, dude, I'm just trying to get paid. Who who gives a fuck? Yeah. But he has kind of gotten old on me. I will say, like, I I hate that 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 fight went the way it did because he needs a win. He does. Like, dude, de- desperately in the UFC, he needs a win. And, like, that was – I thought he was going to come out and kind of reestablish himself, I guess, is the way to say it. And it just happened the way it did. Like, I hate that. And, and whether or not – because I know there's controversy about whether Pouye was the one that fucking broke it or what – you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're going to argue about it to the end because he, Pouye wants a win and whatever. Dr. Stoppage. But, like – it just sucks. It does. You, like, suck. you don't ever want to see a fight end that way because there, there's never even even if they would have given the win to Poye, it's not a real win. No, like you don't take it that way. Like no, and and like just like everybody wants everybody wants Connor to be what he was when he was when he was two division title and he, holder. And he's not, and and it's fine. And it's fucking fine. That's okay. Yeah. It's fucking cool that he's not. You know. For a hardcore fan, I understand it because he's taking up your time where something like we could have, you know, these two guys fight for blah, 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 or whatever. Yeah. I understand that for the hardcore fan, but for the casual fan, which pays a lot of your fucking bills, <laughs> yeah. you want the guy with the loudest fucking mouth that talks the most shit. And there he is. He's a little teeny tiny Irish dude that just talks mad shit. Yep. And he sells tickets. Yep. What more do you want? I mean, it's the same thing with, you know, you know more than anybody probably. I hate Floyd Mayweather. He's keeping boxing alive. By himself. He yeah. single-handedly is keeping boxing a relevant sport. Yeah. And it's still on the fence to, to whether it's even relevant right. right now. But, like, he's the only thing that's keeping it going. Like, yeah, so I, I'm with you, man. Like, you can not like him because he runs his mouth. But, dude, he he gets people's money. Yeah. And that's what, at the end of the day, that's all they care about. Dana White wants somebody that's going to make him more money. Exactly. <laughs> It is what it is, man. It's a, I, I just don't. I don't want to. I'm not going to sit here and listen to the narrative of of um, he, he's a has been. He's over the hill. Blah blah. Now the, I will say the there is a part of that that I kind of I don't want to say agree with. But like he's got to prove himself. That, that's why I said I wanted him to come and reestablish himself. Like if he can't come off this injury and get a win, maybe he is, man. So the, I mean, like part of that. You could almost say is a little bit on like UFC booking. They had to do this third fight because it was one one. Yep. Had to do it. Yep. Um, his next fight, whenever that is, because this is probably going to be a year. Oh, at least a year, I would think. I mean, they probably won't do him and Poirier again unless they feel like Connor's to a point where he can actually. No, I think they'll give him a. Unless Poirier makes a run for a title and wins the belt, I don't think they give Connor a, a title shot. But they are going to put him in the top ten, top five, top ten picture every time. Oh, every time. Because you want, you want to trick people into thinking, hey, it's one punch. That's all he needs is yep. one punch. Yep. Because that's all he needs. He's still got power. It's, it's still the UFC. It's mixed martial arts, man. Yeah. You, how many people lose fights they shouldn't lose all the fucking time? Yeah. You get caught off guard by a kick, punch, like... It is what it is, man. Mirko Krokop got fucking head kicked by Gabriel Gonzaga <laughs> yeah. and snapped his leg in half. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
yeah, I just, you know, that's 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 why everybody watches it. Yeah, I don't understand how I I I just don't. I'm not gonna sit here and listen to someone break it down technically because it's not technical. It's the fight game. It's entertainment. People it's entertainment. like you and I who don't break it down with the analytics watch it because we want to see big personalities swing fists at each other. Well, dude, at the end of the day, you can take some of the best fighters in the world and have them analyze it, but it doesn't matter because when you're in the fight, things change every second. Literally every step, every breath, every punch changes how the fight's going to go. Like you, you can analyze it all day you want and set up a good plan, but that doesn't do anything. Shout out Mike Tyson. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's the truth, though. It is the truth. I remember listening to an interview with that made me think of. Uh, I listened to an interview with Forrest Griffin one time, and he said that he would go in and purposely take a punch. That way, he could be like, "Whoo! All right, I'm in a fight." I believe that, <laughs> dude. I, I'm not. I told you a thousand times that last fight we did, which was forever ago. Now it seems like it was yesterday. But like the first time you hit me, and I knew you like you weren't like holding back. I was like, "Fuck." Okay, here we go. Like, this is, we are fighting now. Okay? Like, I was going for blood. He was with your, and also I thought I would with your track record of nosebleeds. I thought <laughs> there's a good chance of bringing yeah. blood. Yeah, that's a good strategy. Yeah, even if I didn't cause it, like you just had one of your freak <laughs> right. nosebleeds, just out of I would have claimed the shit out of that. <laughs> like you hit me, and then like five minutes later, my nose yeah. starts bleeding. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you little bitch, it's still laying there on the ground, <laughs> fucking winded. <laughs> I did that. I did I that. I did that. <laughs> man, I, it was a really good show, though, man. Like, it, it, So let me ask you this. Since, since you watched it, did the card live up to its to the hype? I think so, other than the, the immense letdown of the main event. Obviously, but I mean, up until that point. It was a great show. Good, good. Because I, I, that's the only thing I hate about like when they put that much on one card. It's setting itself up to be disappointment. Not because it's not a good card, but because it's not a great card. Right, right, that's right. What like a super card or something. Right, yeah. yeah. And yeah, you, you, listeners, you can take it from me when I say it's a great. it was a great show it is. It's not like when Corey says like... Right, every show. Like, a kangaroo <laughs> fighting a fox is like the best show ever. He's like, dude, this is the best fight I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, I would like to think that me and Chris are fans. We're just not on the, on the same level as... <laughs> It's Corey. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. That might uh, lead into our Fat Five. I, I think it does, maybe. Yeah. I think this week, in honor of the Supercard, whatever you want to call it, UFC pay-per-view, we are going to do our Fab Five Fighters. I'm just saying fighters. Okay. okay. I narrowed mine down to UFC. But I narrowed mine down to UFC, too, but I left <laughs> it open just <laughs> in case. That's, that's fair. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, my number five is Clay Guida. Okay, Clay Guida. I don't, I don't know who that is. I don't. I don't. Uh, Clay the Carpenter Guida. I don't remember that one. No. Oh man, he's an old school guy. Uh, Clay Guida got knocked out a lot. <laughs> you just like watching him get knocked but, out? No, he fought tooth and nail every fight. Actually, it was Clay Guida versus Roger Huerta. A long time ago that actually got me like saying to myself, I could watch this shit. Okay. Yeah, so I contribute Clay Guida to uh to me being interested in uh, mixed martial arts. That's fair. <clears throat> um my number five is gonna be uh Kenny Florian. I think I've said it on this oh. show before. Uh he 
when I first started my military career, he came down to Alabama where I was uh, in a school and like signed autographs and shit. So that's kind of when, I mean, obviously I'd kind of fought it before them, but not a whole lot, but just having, you know, a dude that I met shook his hand Literally, I have no idea where my fucking sign poster him went. I'm sure, it's in, you know, it's in a landfill somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure somebody, some woman in my life threw that away from me. But um, he was, you know, it was just always fun to follow him. So that's my number five. A little kin flow action. Yeah. My number four is Rose Nama Yunus. Oh, fuck. That's, I didn't even think about women, which is shitty. Old thug. Yeah, I like Rose a lot. She's badass. She is a badass. <laughs> Man, I didn't even think about women. That kind of makes me feel bad. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, my number four, I know many people don't like him, but just the way he ran through people uh, and, and made a name for himself, Anderson Silva. Yeah. I loved him, dude. I loved like just kicking people in the face, kneeing people in the face. I loved it. Yeah. That, Anderson's run in the middleweight division. It's hard to beat. I mean, I think it has. I think it actually. It did get it beat. It did get beat. Yeah. But, but at the time, he seemed unstoppable. He did, man. It was crazy. Uh, let's see. My number three is uh, Sugar Sean Evans. There he is. You're just talking about him. Oh no, that's the next one. But uh, Sean Evans. Oh, you're right. Sean Sorry. Evans uh, beat his his fight with Rampage Jackson was fucking legendary, and then his total destruction of Chuck Liddell was even better. Yep, totally agree. And he was just a prick, man. Like he knew how to get under people's skin. Loved it. He did, and he enjoyed it. He enjoyed being the hill in UFC. Yeah. Um, my number three is uh, Frank Mir. Uh, <laughs> kind of like your guy, Frank Mir got me into – he got me established in UFC, I guess, like just to where I was watching all the time. I'll never forget uh, when he fought Brock Lesnar. Uh, I didn't have – at the time, I wasn't a betting man. I didn't have any money on it, but I would have bet every dollar I had that he was going to beat Brock Lesnar because – Brock was just a big human, and that's it. Yeah. And he beat Frank Mirror, and I was so mad, dude. I, I'll never forget this. I punched a hole in my bathroom door at my apartment in Richmond because <laughs> I was so mad. And I wasn't even drunk, dude. I just I was so mad. Uh, but Frank really got me got me watching UFC a lot more. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. This is just me being. I guess it's just me being like nostalgic and older or whatever. But I don't know if they'll ever be able to top UFC 100. I don't either, man. That, that was, was one of the best shows too, they've ever thrown. It was fantastic. And there's probably some nostalgia in that, but I mean, it was a really good show. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Sugar Sean O'Malley. Okay. Welcome to the Sugar Show, baby. Yep. I don't care that he uh, that he hasn't been fighting stiff competition. I don't care. He's making his way up. He's knocking dudes out. He had the one loss, which was bullshit, but whatever. Yep. It was bullshit. Bullshit. I. Uh, Cannot wait for him to get into the title picture because the promos for that are going to be sick. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, who's your number one? Give me the initials. RC. Okay, perfect. So my number two, good old Chuck Liddell. Mm. I loved him, man, just because he was like the the forefather, really. You know, like he was the first uh, Conor McGregor. If he you was will. the like, first, yeah, the first just, mega star. Just, really, just big star, ran his mouth. Beat shit out of people. Like, he was the first person that really made people want to pay. People that wouldn't typically watch fights made them want to pay to watch a fight. Which Chuck I would say, I would say, I would say Chuck was the first guy to transcend the sport. I would agree with that. And he also did it as a dad bod, 
Like, yeah. he was in good shape, but, like, he could have just been eating potato chips on the couch yeah. 10 minutes ago drinking a beer. Like, that kind of a uh, – that, that's uh, that's how he appeared physically. So he appealed to a lot of Americans, I think, that way. I mean, it is what yeah. it is. <laughs> all right, and uh, my number one is the legitimate granddaddy of them all, Randy Couture. You can't beat him, dude. He's literally – well, for like old school wrestling fans, he's like the Bruno San Martino of the UFC. <laughs> yeah. You know, cool, calm headed, collected, murderous mentality when the gate closed. You he, know, he was so calm. So calm. That's the way to describe him, dude. Like, because you know, some dudes do like all the hype up shit before the fight, whatever. He was always just clear headed. And then when shit was going bad, clear level headed, like, and was like in in the latter part of his career when he was getting fucking put to sleep by everybody and their mom, he was fucking cool with it. <laughs> he was cool, you know? still getting he was paid. Like that, he's like that kid's a good fighter. He knocked me out. What am I yep. gonna do? Yeah, like hey, he's better than me. I'm getting old. Yeah, whatever it is, what it is. He's like the Obi Wan Kenobi of UFC. You know, just kind of <laughs> kind of was. It's like you know, strike me down and I will become more powerful than you can <laughs> imagine. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I love Randy. Uh, my number one is BJ Penn. God, I hate BJ. I, I know, and a lot of people do. A lot of people hate BJ Penn. I don't know why. I, it's because he's a ground guy for the most part. Like, I just always love the way he fought. Um, I, I just it is what it is. He's yeah. a small guy, and I love the way he fought. I'm not. I, I can't take anything away from his. Like, he is a phenomenal fighter. I will yeah. never say he was not a good fighter. And his fights are fucking. Awesome to watch. They were a blast. I just to watch. didn't like him. I don't know what it was. And a lot of people are that way. Like a lot of people. He he's one of those guys where there's no gray area. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're either like him or you don't like. Yeah. Kind of like Dale Earnhardt. You know, like yeah, you do yeah. or you don't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, honorable mention. I can't think of his fucking name. Maybe you can help me out. Who was the dude that just punched hard as fuck? He was on ESPN. They had him on, like, when they, you remember when they first started doing those sports things? Where, oh, like, shit. They had uh, him punch a freaking. Houston Alexander. No, that's not him. Oh. Uh, God dang it, what was his name? I'll, maybe I'll look it up while you're doing your mic drop or something. But uh, I just remember him being on, uh, well, I mean, I remember him fighting people and, like, legit just knocking people the fuck out, like, after one hit. But then they had him on ESPN when they did that science, what did they call it? Sports Sportsology or whatever. Yeah, sports science. And like they had him punch a thing, and like they registered, and they were like, "Yeah, little, you could kill a human just from punching I don't know. him." In the I wonder face. who that was. I don't know. Uh, a couple honorable mentions for me is uh, Ronda Rousey. I think she left sport a little too soon, or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe she did. Actually, she probably left right on time because then. Uh, I think for her career, she was Amanda right on time. Nunez was nipping yep. at the heels, and that would have yep. been bad for me to watch. Um, Mark <laughs> Mark Hunt is always one that I love. Okay. I actually enjoyed him back in the uh, K1 kickboxing days, and then when he made it to the UFC, I was like, fucking right, people about to learn something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any more? I, I'm trying to think of... I can't think of anybody else. I'm just going to start throwing names out there. I don't necessarily like all these people, but Chris Lieben, he was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, Rich... Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez, yeah. Rich, uh, uh, what was his name? Never mind. I can't think of his name. Basically, if you look at the roster of UFC Undisputed, the 2009 video game, that's pretty much all the fighters I like. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, That was a pretty good Fab Five. 
Uh, I think we've had a pretty good show. I think it's time we do that thing we love to do at the end of each episode. I think it's time to drop the mic. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, tip your servers, unless they're at a Chinese buffet. <laughs> I'm going on a campaign now. I'm actually just going to lean into this one. <laughs> you, I, I mean, I like your I like your strategy. Yeah. You know? Instead of like, instead of learning the error of my ways and changing like some Disney movie, I'm going, I'm going full, uh, heel, full heel. Yeah, full heel. I was I, trying to think I, of a director, but I mean, I, f- I feel like that's what I was trying to tell you. Like you just, yeah, I don't think you did anything wrong in that situation. She made you feel awkward. Yeah. But like, I don't think you did anything wrong. So you just got to stick to your guns. Yeah. I'll just be like, hey, I'm, I'm, my goal now is to, at this Chinese buffet here in Georgetown is to have my picture on the wall and just be like, this guy doesn't tip very good. You know, I like it. Yeah. Just, you should honestly, like every time you go in, just tip one cent less. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it just gradually goes down. Yeah. By next week, I won't be paying anything. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think it'd be that quick. You know what I mean? Hey, good for you. I love Chinese food and I love it when you can have it all you can eat. That is that's the by far the best way to have. I don't so, see how PF Chang's is in business it, when you just get a single plate, dude. That's I, ridiculous. Not only that, they charge you thirty dollars for said plate, right? Like, I mean, I love PF Chang's; it is good. But I think I've had it like twice in my life. I've never been there, uh, dude. It ain't worth it. I'll tell you straight up, not worth it. Like, it, is it better than buffet Chinese? Yes. Is it five times better? Nope. Hmm. Not worth the price. I'm not going. However, if we ever get this podcast off off the ground and make enough money to quit our jobs and live above our means uh-huh. or whatever, uh-huh. um, or live above our current means, yeah, uh, I would like to find like a Michelin star Chinese restaurant and go and eat there, just to see what, just to see what high dollar Chinese food is supposed to taste like. You know what I really want? I've always said this. I want to go to China and eat. Food, like just food at China. You know what I mean? Like, what do they really serve there? Like, it's not great. I'm sure it's not. I mean, but I'd like to know. Like, what <laughs> I was one of my old bosses used to have to go to China a lot because I don't know if you know it's not, but I work for an American manufacturer and we don't make a lot of the parts. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not saying where they come from, yeah. but <laughs> and he said that he went to China and basically the people he was with, he was like. I need you to drive me to like a McDonald's. I'm not eating this. Really? He said it was just like a gray mass. Oof. Now, they, I'll eat anything once, but I, I mean, I'll try anything once. Yeah, I will too. But like, also too is like they don't have the USDA over in Asia, right? No, no, that's one hundred percent true. That is true. <laughs> that's 100%. the only thing that sketches me out. Is maybe just, like maybe maybe China is not the country. Maybe like Taiwan. Oh, actually. Taiwan or yeah, like Taiwan. Indonesia, or Indonesia like would be dope. Something like that, you know. Like uh, I've heard, actually, you know what? I've I've read this before. Uh, Vietnam is like one of the cheapest um, out I've of heard- country vacations you can take, and I've seen Vietnamese food, and boy, it looks good. It does look good as shit, and I've actually heard that as well about vacations there. Yeah. Um, Japan would be dope, but I think it's probably pretty expensive to vacation. And there. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm sure it's overhyped. But I, I've seen a lot of eateries there. It's badass. I mean, Tokyo was like 90% vending machines. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I can't wrap my head around that. I don't I don't either. I don't know how you get a full meal out of a vending machine. I, I don't want it. I don't want it either. I'm All not right. here for it. What's your mic drop? Uh, my mic drop is this. Hey, uh, Reed Shepard plays here oh, in yeah. Kentucky. 
you know, his dad was a, one of the best UK players of all time. His mom also one of the best UK women's basketball players of all time. So he's got good genes. Uh, Cal hadn't made him an offer yet. So there were Louisville offered him, Virginia offered him, and some fans were getting kind of pissy about it. Well, finally over the weekend, Coach Cal offered Reed Shepard. If he comes here, as anybody's guess, I mean, obviously you'd like to think that UK is the favorite, but uh, only time will tell. He's just going to be a junior this year, so, I mean, there's all kinds of fucking time to – I'm sure we're going to dissect it and talk about it and whatever. But I'm glad that Cal finally, if nothing else, just offered him. Like, I feel like you just had to make the offer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, almost. Like, it's just like – just you know what I'm saying? It's just like throwing one out there. It is well and, and not so this he was playing in the Peach Jam also this past weekend. Uh Coach O, Chin Coleman, Jay Lucas, and Coach Cal were all there visiting recruits or like, you know, potential recruits or whatever. They all four went to Reed's game. Coach Cal was sitting on the like on the court basically, and I think Reed had like forty points while Coach Cal was watching. So, I mean, Ooh. he did work while Cal was uh, present. So, uh-huh. I mean, he, he earned that scholarship offer. But uh, I'm just glad it finally got offered. We'll see what happens in the future. If I was Reed Shepard, I would reclassify for last year's class and then come in as a sophomore in college. Yeah. So you don't even have to take those gen eds. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're a well, sophomore. I mean, he can do that, too. I like guess the COVID year. Yeah. He can go back. Yeah. If I was an eighth grader... And I had any inkling that I was good at basketball, I would just classify immediately. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because, like, there's a lot of kids doing that. A lot. Yeah. For athletics. I mean, you can always go back and get a GED. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck that shit. I mean, the first year of college is just your senior year of high school, just a little bit more fleshed out anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a little more sex. Well, yeah. A little more booze. Unless you go to a community college and you just work at a restaurant and go to school. (laughs) It's the exact same. You never know. Yeah. And you drive sleepless, almost like on like two hours of sleep all the way to Maysville, taking <laughs> winding back rows. Real safe. Super, super safe. Yeah. Real safe. Super safe. All right. I think we've had a pretty good episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you continue to listen to the podcast. I hope you share the podcast with your friends. You know what to tell them. Subscribe, rate, review so we can grow this little community we got going. And as always, I thank you now. Break the pain, 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 break the pain
Fight the fight!